0: this match. If it's a war, you can say it every once. I thought I was a cult. I didn't know what was going on. The Fed did. I think New York did. One of your executive vice presidents loves that company. It's the first ever finishing move that's exclusive to a promotion. This is Advantage. we're just days away from survivor series we will celebrate the 30th anniversary of the undertaker big night Savio vegas gonna be there you can't come back after Savio vega comes back and let's send you off you cannot if they're if they're bringing Savio vega for a shot then yeah i'm sure uh also los Boric was banger of a theme i know i'm very much aware of it because i'm the one who said that <laughs> not, not undocumented but uh Oh yeah, a lot's happened this week with the whole Zelina situation. Not even this week, this happened Friday, didn't it? Yeah, she was was at SmackDown. I have no concept of time anymore. Uh, It is a flat circle, SKJ Styles. Today is Tuesday, and uh, a lot's happened since then, and a lot could happen in the next week or two. So we'll get into everything that happened with Zelina uh nxt and AEW put on shows as they do every that's, wednesday that's that's the most apropos way to, sh- to describe that uh, they put on shows they 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 did and we'll discuss that later some big things happen on nxt uh which i don't know if i hate or love and uh survivor series is this week for which, holy shit i don't know how we got here i feel like it was just mania then there's been like 900 pay-per-views since then so right after this word from our sponsors at anchor we'll talk to you about everything So, this past Friday, we kind of got a whole shitstorm of things that went on, so I guess we'll just go through them one by one, break everything down. So, at about 5 o'clock-ish, maybe a little after the hour, Zelina Vega tweeted, I support unionization. I believe it was at 5.46. I I know it was sometime in the 5 p.m. hour. I believe it was at 5.46, yes. So, less than 10 minutes later, WWE tweeted, you know, we have come to terms with the release of Zelina Vega. And everyone immediately thought, which, you know, in the spur of the moment, it was the right thought. Holy shit, she tweeted about unionization, and 10 minutes later, she got fired. But, obviously, I've been fired before. I I know it's more than a fucking 10-minute process. So, so there was obviously more to it. And then, news came out that uh, she was at SmackDown. And she was informed that she was let go early in the day. And she decided to tweet that to get the jump on WWE, which was a brilliant move. Yeah, it's genius. It's absolutely genius. Which, I don't know how she timed it so well, because she couldn't have timed it better. It's not like she tweeted it and then hours later she was let go. She tweeted it and then minutes later they announced that she was let yeah. go. She, baby- she baby-faced herself on the way out. Well, once the entire situation came out on why she was really let go, she was baby-faced no matter what. As yeah. So basically, WWE was very frustrated that they put a ban on Twitch, and then not only did she not... Li- and listen, I'm, I agree that the ban is bullshit, I'm just speaking on what happened. Not only did she ignore the ban, but then she then created an OnlyFans. In spite of the ban. Well, that's not why she says she created it. She says she created it for her cosplays, because she didn't want to flood them on her Instagram. I have a little hard time believing that, but Okay. I don't know. If you watch her too extreme, she was very heartbroken that she was fired. Yeah, I, I know. So I don't think she would make an OnlyFans to piss off the company. You're right. You're right. It and she really... didn't seem all that bitter. No, I mean, she thanked everyone for the opportunity. I mean, she met her husband there. Yeah. She was never there. She wouldn't have met her husband. That's true. She, was... Andrade wouldn't have, I mean, I don't know how big of a star Andrade is, but he wouldn't have been a damn thing without her. No. If you remember Andrade before her, he was a failing baby face. He was a go- in the goofy hat. Yeah. And they gave the goofy hat to Cameron Grimes, who now is going to the moon. And Cameron Grimes is a goofier hat, and that's what makes it great. You're right. Um, so then, as the days went on, more and more details started coming out. But before we get there, what do you think of the release and the decision to release her? And I think I mean you've been you've been an adamant guy that's been saying this whole time, "Yeah, this band's bullshit. It'll pass by. It'll pass by." We now have our first firing as a result of it. <sighs> Is it as a result of it? Yes. Yeah, it is correct. 100% yes. 100% confirmed. It has to be, right? Yes. It, uh, it's confirmed that that is why I Always she's... thought this was going to blow over, but from what you informed inform me before, it's not going which to. Which we'll get to. Which yeah, we'll get, we'll get there in a minute. Uh, But I'm very surprised that they're dying on this hill. Of all the hills to die on. I mean, I... Once again, I don't... I, I gotta be careful what I say because I don't support what they're doing. But if I was a businessman, I understand why they're doing what they're yes, doing. Yes, I do too. So I I definitely see why it is the hill they would die on if that's the shitty route they're choosing to go. Yeah, but, once again, we're not in those positions. We're not in those positions to make those... the. But, yeah, from, this is not going to blow over now. And even even if even if they want to change, yeah, they can't. Yeah, it's too late. You can't... Yeah. Even, if they, if, even if they come to an agreement and want to change, they no can't. There's no going back from this. Yeah. But, obviously, she said she was making a lot of money. Um. Uh, but I just think that... They're choosing to die on this hill, and, like I said, it's their they've reached a point of no return if you've ever seen back to the future three and and once again i this is gonna sound like I support her firing and what they're doing, but i don't I'm just trying to like explain their perspective. She was the perfect person to fire yeah she's that's no no that's she's not, and that's why she's the perfect person to fire. Because if it was someone useless, who cares you're right I guess that's true she's not a bottom of the card jobber, but she's also like. I don't think it's not a ton of anything. people are buying tickets to Seasonally in Vegas. No, it's not going to mean anything. Everybody knows her, but she's the perfect martyr. The perfect martyr. I can't believe you said she's useless. I, I, I meant she's useless as, with the full explanation of what you meant. Useless is just the wrong word to use. I mean, she was the... So they were high in everything she did. They were giving her a push. She was the MVP of like the first month of Quarantine Raw. I don't think a lot of people even remember that, but that was years ago. And yeah, it was like three months ago. Yeah, I know. But yeah, it's it sucks. I feel for. So then, as the day went on, multiple outlets start reporting about it, and you know, Mike Johnson, Dave Meltzer, WrestleVotes. I'm sure they all have. They all share sources. But they also have their own unique sources within the company. And, and one of those people might be in the company themselves. And that's where we got even more details. So we will start with what makes the most sense to start with. I guess Alistair Black. So no one really knows what his future holds. Is he going to want out? Are they going to bury him? What What's going to be the deal with Alistair Black? But WrestleVotes did report that before the Hoselina situation even happened, he did request a move back to NXT, which was denied. So I guess this is a two-part question. What do you think of the move being denied, and what do you think happens to Aleister Black from here? As much as I would like to see him in NXT, I have no problem with them not putting them back. It's not like they have to. They're writing the fucking stories. You know what I'm saying? But they're not writing a story for him. No, they're not. But that's, so why not? Why not? I agree, why not? But I'm not the one writing the story, so I, I, I can't control that in any single way. But Aleister, I, I don't know, because I always thought he was going to be world champion one day. Always thought he was going to be world champion one day. He was so much different than everybody else in the ring. He was probably going to, but then Heyman got fired. Yeah, you're right. He, he was big on Heyman. Or Heyman was big on him. He was the guy that was going to beat Andrade for the U.S. title, but then Heyman got fired. Yeah, but oh, Jesus. But I, I don't know where it goes from here. I think he's extremely talented. I don't know what his contract situation is. But I think he's ridiculously talented. And I mean, usually when people get called up to the main roster, they sign new contracts, but... I don't know if him and Ricochet did or not. Yeah, they, got, they got called up together. Yeah, to be they, got called last... up, they got called up as a tag team. Yeah, because we and saw they them... a tag them... team for, like, three weeks, and they got drafted to different brands. Because we saw them wrestle the the Vikings. In, yes. In, in, and that, that's in usually the, the protocol. And around that time, everyone was being made to sign five-year deals. You know, the please don't go to AEW contract. But I, I it was never reported that him and Ricochet did sign. So, who knows... He either has not a lot of time left on his contract, or a lot of time left on his contract. Which, I guess, is the only two options. But but I just don't think you could talk about where he's going to go because extremely fluid. Because we don't know exactly how bitter those tensions are. You know. I mean, he wasn't going anywhere before this happens. So yeah, I, I know. S- I don't see him going anywhere now. Yeah, but I don't think he'll be. I don't think he'd be any worse off. I, how could he be any worse off? That's eh, true. He's not doing anything. He got drafted to SmackDown in like the supplemental but draft It wasn't fu- even on television. Knowing this fucking company, he'll be champion in a week. You know, just, I mean, that wouldn't shock me either because this company does do shit like that, but... But I just I don't know how strained the relationship is there. I mean, I I figured he can't be happy that like the second income in his household just got cut, you know? Well, second income in his household just got increased. You, you know what I mean. Well, it didn't get, no, it legitimately got increased. And you know what? she they told her she couldn't do this. What if they released her as a favor? Well, according to her, they didn't. They didn't? No. She was, I don't think she'd be heartbroken if she asked for it. Yeah, uh, that's true. But uh, I just, I figured he can't be happy. I, I think he's maybe a little insecure about his spot right now. He yeah, was. I mean, he's obviously insecure about his spot if he has to go back to NXT. He was great in NXT. We we saw him, he was champion when we saw him, did we not? On the, on the, on the, on the house show tours? Yeah. Yeah. And he's just great. I, I've always loved him. He just moves a million miles an hour in the ring. The whole stuff with Johnny Tomaso and Nikki were great. Uh, Was great. But I just... I don't know where he stands, I really don't, I don't want to speak for him, but he, he can't be happy, right? <laughs> I'm sure he's not, he wasn't happy before this, so he's he's not happy now, but do you think, do you think, do you think he's going to end up being let go, or do you think, like, what do you, where do you think this ends? I mean, I know there's no way to really know, but I just, want to I, hear, I just want to hear your guess. Don't think he gets let go, because that's just, I don't think they want to be that dicks that entire family. <laughs> But, uh, well, no, they're not. They they don't want to let him go because he yeah. could be an asset anywhere else. But yeah. I'm, if he asks but for like it. if if he's not doing anything there, like he'd be signed. What's the what's the non compete? Ninety days. Yeah. On the ninetieth day, ten minutes after it expires, he's getting signed. I mean, you probably be signed before that. Yeah. You just can't legally announce it until then. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I, I guarantee you, Zelina already has a deal to wrestle somewhere. Yeah, I hope, and, and if she wants to, I don't know if she wants. To, that's what she, she wants said. To she do. does. She said she's not retiring. But yeah. if I was AEW, I'd scoop her up in a fucking minute. Yeah, if I was anybody, it's Cooper. Yeah, the well, minute. Uh, specifically, them who need trained, good women to wrestle. You think she's a good worker? I've seen her. I mean, I haven't really seen her all that wrestle in that match in WWE, but I've seen her before, and I thought she was good.
1: That's I've seen fair.
0: her. I've seen her in Ring of Honor. She's done TNA, right? Yeah, she's a former Knockouts Women Tag Team Champion. Yeah, and I've seen her, and that was good. But I've, she, I only saw her wrestle that one match on Raw, where nothing went right. Uh, yeah, and on a couple weeks ago, I don't maybe it was two months ago at this point, but. Uh, I know she has it in her. She has to wrestle Oscar in pay-per-view. Yeah. I, I know I know she has it in her. And even if not, she was a hell of a manager. Yeah, I think so that's like, the, the bigger last for WWE. She was like yeah. the best It's like the best woman's talker they have. So if they uh, she will have a job somewhere. Like I said, AEW needs it. She they need women. They need good wrestling women. And I hate the and I I hate to go back to this hill all the fucking time. But that division sucks. But with the addition of Thunder Rosa and her and Serena Deeb, this division cannot suck. So I just, that's, I think that's what they need to do. I mean, this is a different conversation, but is it the quality of the women or is it the booking? Both. Because they have plenty of solid women. Both. I, I, I mean, they have plenty of solid women. No stars outside of Kiru. Well, Delina Vega isn't going to fix that. You're right. That's a different conversation. It is. I'm, I'm, I'm just pressing you here. I'm trying to, try to create interesting content. Yeah, I, I, you're you're right. You're just folding up. I'm not you're not even up. arguing with me. I'm not folding she up. She is a star, damn it. Say it. She is a star, goddamn it. There you go. She was the NXT manager, NXT champions manager. There you go. I'm trying to have fucking compelling stories here, and you're just fucking... Relax. I'm trying to tell you. I'm, I'm, I'm agreeing with you, but I don't know. She's a star, like. She, she, what if she went to, like, I don't I almost said Lucha Underground, which is not a company anymore, but, uh, she, I mean, she's not going to Japan. I don't think, I don't see that, I don't foresee that happening. Who knows? But maybe she will, but NWA? They can use they can use some people. <laughs> they can use some people, but Impact. I don't even know. go back to Impact. 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 That's a really good women's division. I think that'd be I, anyway. She could go anywhere. Yeah, she's... but she will. She will wrestle somewhere. I, if she if, if if she wants to, it's not gonna it's not gonna be the point. If she's gonna get signed, if she wants to wrestle, she will wrestle somewhere. She has a spot. So I guess next let's go to Dave Meltzer's report where he revealed that about half of the women in WWE if not more, he said most, that was his phrasing, most of the women in WWE make more on social media and outside ventures than they do in the company. So that seems like that's who the Twitch ban is really going to hurt, the women. Um, I know when the salaries leaked in 2018, the only women that were making like, and granted, they're all making like over 200,000 a year, but the only three that were making like decent money, well, four, I guess, were Ronda, Charlotte, and the Bellas. And since then, since those salaries leaked, Sasha and Becky have both signed new contracts. And I believe Asuka did too. And I'm sure they both got a nice payday out of it. Yeah, I mean, Becky was the biggest thing in the entire industry for a year. And so. Sasha is now the highest ratings draw they have on a weekly basis. Which, that's incredible too, but uh, uh, that's a problem. You, I, It goes back to the same... It goes back to the same argument we've been having. I mean, that's that's not even just a problem in wrestling. Like, everywhere yeah. women are making less than men. And yeah. It's fucked I, up. I, I get you pay people by by star. By, by star power. Okay. Like, Liv Morgan should not be making the same as Charlotte. I get that. But they have to... Like, there has to be a quality But Liv life. Morgan should be making just as much, if not more, than Mojo Rawley. Yeah, she should. I agree completely. But you, it goes back to paying all your workers... A fucking uh, a living wage, you know. Is not that two hundred grand isn't, but you, But you know, it's got to be fair and marginal compared to others. Yeah. And and if the if they are feeling underpaid, you either got to pay them or respect their ventures outside. And the whole independent contractor thing wasn't started by WWE. It wasn't. They'll be the, it'll, it'll be the death of it if you ask me. Well, eventually. I was going to save that for for the very end. Yeah, we are. You're but jumping I'm, no, ahead, I'm not jumping ahead. I'm just I'm just I'm talking about pay here. But if – like I said, if if the women aren't making as much as their cohorts on the other side uh, – by cohorts, I mean equals in push and stature, if you understand what I mean. I think that if they're making money outside, you have to let them go, which has been both of our opinions since. Well, then you got to let the men do it too. Yeah, you do. So then yeah. we're – But I mean I'm, – I'm... I don't think letting them do outside ventures is the – I mean it's – I just think you got to pay them more. I yeah, I think, yeah, I think – that it comes down to that which there's not there's not a whole lot of pop and circumstance around it you have to pay them more yeah, that's you know what I'm saying as as a wise man once said that's the bottom line yes because he said so, yeah, but i just if I don't know how, even how many they're all making more than they make anywhere else, but they're getting they're towards the bottom of that barrel is what you're telling me I mean, I don't know how much the women in a w make um, they might make more i doubt that Dude, do, you, do you realize who runs that company you're right. Um, you're right they have a money mark running the company but I just think that I, I just it's such a weird like thing would it, would it shock you if like if Chris Statlander was making like 500000 a year no not at all so at I all. could I could see the women in AEW making more than the women in WWE maybe not like I don't think anyone in AEW in is getting paid more than Becky is in her deal or no. Ronda is the top the top are, are different yeah though, but so. I think I think most women in AEW are making more than most women in WWE I think and I, that says more about how little WWE pays their women more than how much AEW pays their women. Yeah. I, that came out very confusingly, but I think you got it. Yeah, I understand. So what, you want to talk about one more report? Yeah. Then, so then Mike Johnson, in his report uh, stated that AJ uh, Styles and Xavier Woods personally, on their own time, on their days off, flew to Stamford, Connecticut. Together or like independently? Uh Together to meet with Vince McMahon about the Twitch ban and try to convince him to overturn it, and it did not work. And this is where I said it'll never happen then, because if AJ, potentially one of your top five biggest stars since he came to our company, and Woods, a part of the biggest group you've ever fucking built, booked, uh, and it, with both with really extremely popular Twitch channels and two people you would really love to keep happy... Is not gonna, if they're not going to convince you, nobody else is. The only one that convinces him is Undertaker. I don't think Undertaker knows what Twitch is. So. I well, just, I mean, also, AJ and Woods have zero leverage because AJ just signed a new five year deal last year and Woods just signed a new five year deal in December. With, so. a, with including Up Up Down Down. Well, Up Up Down Down is excluded because that's partly owned by WWE. I bet he has a lot of survivors killed. What do you think? I mean. Because he couldn't see it coming. He, I'm sure he feels bad for his coworkers, but like I said, up, up, down, down is exempt, so like he's personally fine. Yeah, well, that's what he I'm saying. He can still do everything. Survivor's guilt. Yeah, he's, it's gonna be survivor's guilt. But I also think 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 Vince saw the success of up, up, down, down, and be like, huh oh, pal, wow, we gotta get it out of this. Vince saw how much they were all making on Twitch because it was report. Uh, there was estimated that Zelina Vega makes six hundred thousand dollars a year on Twitch. Like, if you're Vince, you see that money. Multiplied by all of your talent that's on Twitch. Of course you're going to want a piece of that pie. Yeah, I mean, I get that. I get it. I, but, and I you know what? I didn't exactly hate the first in, 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 uh, version of this rule. Just can't use a real name. Yeah, I think, but I think they made that rule thinking that everyone would just stop, which is baffling because they didn't want to look like the bad guys. Yeah. And they just figured, oh, we tell them they can't use their WWE name and everyone will stop doing it. And then no one stopped doing it, so he's like, shit, now I gotta fucking ban it and look like a dick. Yeah. Because I... you are a dick, and it's a fucking dick move. Yeah, it is. I mean, I feel bad for everybody. How many people have Twitches? Paige broke her hearts. Paige is still doing it. Yeah. Which is... <laughs> well, she's... I hate to say that she's in a good position... But if you fire Paige, who broke her neck in your ring, that's like really bad optics. And I so think, so and she's probably like, what do they do, fucking fire? Yeah, her? no, and I'm, I'm, I'm sure Vince knows that. <laughs> yeah, he's like, you can't fire, pa- you can't fire Paige. So Paige she- broke her neck in your ring twice. So she just keeps streaming and they can't really do anything about it. And I think they see potential in her that, that other people don't, so. Oh, no, I mean that they don't in other people. I think they can. They see money when they see her. No matter what I don't think they see, do right? because then they'd have her doing that's something. You're right. I, 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 but I think mean, they wouldn't have kept her this long after she broke her neck. You can't fire someone that broke their neck in your ring. Like That's why Tyson Kidd still has a job. I'm not saying he's not a good producer because by all accounts he is. But let's be honest. He probably wouldn't have got that opportunity if he didn't. That's why Jason Jordan is still employed as a producer. If someone ends their career in your ring, you can't fire them. You know what? I didn't think... I didn't put those other dots together. You can't. No, you're right. So she, she's safe. Yeah. And she knows it then. Yeah. And that's why she's still streaming. Well, good for her. Yeah. Good so, for her. It's a, it's a fantastic move by her. Yeah. Like, what do you do? Fucking it's fire me? I broke my neck in your ring. You can't fire me. So, But who else has Twitches now? Uh, everybody. Ro- everybody, everybody. Like, yeah, literally half the roster with the exceptions of, like, Randy Orton, Roman Reigns, like... Does Rims have one? I don't think he does. Oh. No, Randy has one, doesn't he? Randy has been on other people's, but he doesn't have his own. Miz doesn't have one. Miz doesn't have one. But Miz, I think Miz would get away with it too. Yeah, he would. Because he... For He's unfireable. For some reason, that company loves that man. You know who would get away with it? Who? Ziggler. <laughs> I was surprised right, Ziggler didn't make one to try to get fired again. <laughs> who knows he didn't? <laughs> Ziegler will be with that company the day he dies. My favorite is when they booked the Cruiser versus Title match and he really thought he was losing. He's like, "Finally. Let's go." And then he then he got to the building and he's like, "They're like you're winning." He's like, "Shit." Or when he, or when he said he wanted to time off and then they made him come, they made him come to the Royal Rumble. They're like, "We need you to the Rumble, Dolph." <coughs> we were there. No, not that one. The one of Phoenix next year. Oh, okay. Then he disappeared until until KO refused to go to Saudi Arabia. They're like, "Hey, Dolph, we need an opponent for Kofi." I love it. I love Ziggler. He would absolutely get away with it. Yeah. But he would be trying to not get away with it. Yeah, he would say all kinds of epithets and and curses, and he would just not get fired. Yeah. But I mean, uh, and by the way, we also found out that this ban does not apply to NXT. NXT people could still do Cameo, could still do Twitch. Huh. Oh, boy. Yeah. Oh, boy. That causes a fucking problem. Well, they also aren't making nearly as much as anyone no, on the main roster. So I aren't. think that might be their rationale. I mean, Adam Cole gets to keep his. That's nice. But I think he stopped in solidarity with everybody. Good for him because, you know what, they have to keep him happy. Yeah, he's going to be... He's he's 27. He's going to be the but, guy. But that's that another company. guy. If you believe the reports, he signed a new deal before NXT went to USA last year. So that's another guy that's kind of locked in for the next four or five years. So like, I mean, I mean, I think they're trying to keep him happy. I think the plans are him. You, you don't, there's a house. There's not a house that can hold the plan, how big the plans are for him. I don't. But you don't know that until someone no, gets convinced. Because I, I absolutely we've don't. said we've said that about Alistair. We've said that about Ricochet. It's like man, these guys. They're unfuck. they you can't fuck these guys up. It's impossible. They're too good. And here they are. And Alistair Black is a heel wearing an eye patch, and Ricochet's a geek. Yeah. Yes, he is. The biggest geek. But I just... Yeah, he did. He, Adam Cole did side a No deal. Because remember, there was, there was that weird thing that he was gonna go he to going to go to AEW. Yeah. Because he, he was at a picnic with his fucking girlfriend. Yeah. Or wife, whatever the fuck they are now. I guess Cedric's going to AW because he was backstage at Full Gear. Oh, wait. His wife works there. Yeah. So there's a lot of crossover here. But I don't know. I think it's just one mess of a situation that they didn't think was going to get this out of control, but is. Is that fair to say? If they didn't see this coming, they're fools. They are fools. We I know. know that. I know they're fools. We know that. And then the biggest slap in the face, although, you know, I, I doubt this was intentional, but still this was, this was quite the slap in the face. About an hour after the Zelina release was announced on their corporate website, WWE put up an opening for someone to run WWE's Twitch. Oh. Maybe Zelina should apply. Oh. I don't know. I don't think this was intentional. No, I don't think it was either. irony in its finest. PR, PR has got to fucking take a hold on that. They got to get it and be like, don't, don't not tweet that. Because that was probably set from Stanford. They, yeah, probably, they probably had no, no idea. No, I, I don't it think. probably some 23-year-old graduate intern. I don't think it's some kind of conspiracy that, you know, like the job was probably going to get posted that day regardless. I don't think it was. But it's just like. Man, can the optics for WWE look any no, worse? No, they don't at care about moment? optics. We, we know that. Yeah, that, that's the like, thing. We, we, we're, we're talking. Just, we're talking. They we'll, went to Saudi Arabia. How less long is the segment month. going? Uh, this, we have been going twenty three minutes. Well, we been talking about twenty three minutes for a company. We know the we know what the outcome is gonna be. Yeah, because they don't give a fuck. Yeah, they they don't care. And uh, I mean, they went to Saudi Arabia weeks after a journalist. They murdered a journalist. Yeah, it's just we we, we know who they are, and no one's gonna change their fucking minds. And people will still watch. Including us. But this, I think this, like, this kind of shit will drive off more people than bad booking will. I agree. Bad PR is just awful. Because bad booking, you can always be like, well, you know, it's bound to get better eventually. But this kind of shit and the amount of consistency with which they do this type of shit is kind of appalling. Like, it really is hard to support this company at times. It is. It is. Like, this This not, This is not going to drive me away. Is it going to drive you away? It's definitely going to make me less enthused. Um, I haven't been enthused to watch wrestling all year, to be honest with you, so. But, like, it's just... I don't know. It's like... It's just... I'll always watch it because of the talent, and, like, you know, I like a lot of the talent, but if, the, if WWE had Impact's current roster, and this isn't a knock at Impact's current roster, it's just... There's a lot of talent in WWE. Like, if we flopped Impact and WWE's rosters, I probably wouldn't be watching WWE because this no. company's appalling. This is the best, best fucking ro- best roster ever put together. This company is, like, morally bankrupt. You know, you know what, though? That's how they got to where they are. Put, he put promoters out of business and said, fuck you, I'm coming on TV. But. Does it change when Vince goes? What do you mean? Does. Oh, like, does it when Triple H t- I think so. Yeah, because I feel like... But do you I... think... Do you think... Now, no, think carefully about what I'm asking. Do you think Vince McMahon loves the wrestling business? I don't think he loves anything more. I think he used to. I think now he loves making money. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. But I, I also... I also... I definitely think at some point, obviously... And I think once the company... Went public, he lost his love for wrestling. You know what? I think it's a really fair, and he. But I think it's a really fair statement. But I'll take you one step further. This company is. So, this company has gotten so big. It and I will. I, all respects to him. Yeah, it, I mean, it was he, him. He, he did, he this. did it. Yeah, he did this. We don't. Nobody. Nobody in this country likes wrestling without Vince McMahon right now. I'm not gonna disparage that, but. And that's not exactly true, but you know what I, I mean. Know, yeah, I get what but you're saying. It's hyperbole, but I get what you're saying. This business is so big now that he can't understand it. Like, I'm not saying he's out of touch on purpose. I'm just saying that he can't grasp how big it is. And he's no longer in control of all of it. And I don't think, to be honest with you, I don't think he cares too much about shit he's not in control of. If that makes any sense. I just think that out of spite, he's just, I'm not, not going to say he's a spiteful man, but he'll never give it up. No. He'll never give it up, but I think he I wants mean, it's, to. It's his baby. Yeah, like he, he, he made it. Yeah, I, I think I think he wants to. I think you're right. I, no, I don't think he wants to. But no, I mean I don't think if, he'd be opposed. To if Vince retired, if Vince retired, what in the hell would he do? He has no hobbies. That's part of the problem. Do you think we could be able to put a show on the network convincing of Vince trying to find a hobby? I mean, it'd probably be good. It'd probably be funny. But like the dude hasn't taken a vacation since 1984. Yeah, the, the dude guy, the guy goes to the, the Boca Raton the same 3 days a year. Since 1984. Yeah, it's like... He takes Thanksgiving, Christmas off. All he does... And there's some years where Ra's live on Christmas and he's fucking there. Or one year. <laughs> but it's happened more than one year. One year in recent memory, but it's happened more than once. Live? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. But, uh, yeah, he just... It's, he built this thing. It's, it's, it's a, you know what it is? It's a Roman tragic hero story. He just can't give it up. He, he, he cannot give it up. The only, the only, and the half th- of me respects that and half of me hates it. Like, the dude doesn't even enjoy food. No. That's when you know you're a psychopath. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, Who doesn't like food? And I don't, not, not as saying psychopaths a bad way, but that's just a medical condition. Yeah. He's just, just you know what I'm saying? And I don't think Vince McMahon's ever killed anybody. Shut up. But I, I, I don't think Vince McMahon's a serial killer. <laughs> but, I, I'll give you that one. And, but this is what he does. We see it with another certain person that's around. It's the same way. They're the same. Are they not the same in different ways? Yeah. Are they just just so focused on work and I hope you're thinking of who of who I'm thinking of. Uh but they're they're the same people. Vince is so hard bent on doing what he does that he just it's a circle, it's a cycle. There's an old Greek myth that someone had that was that was in the underworld in hell. He had a wheel, he had to roll a big rock all the way up a hill to get out of it, but as soon as they get to the top, where, where it would roll is back segment going. I don't know. <laughs> um so I will wrap this up with my final thoughts. I don't want to get your final thoughts. But I feel the same way I've always felt. Oh, we got one more thing before then. Uh, the president of the Screen Actors Guild has tweeted that she will support WWE. She hasn't, so she hasn't basically said that she will accept wrestlers, but that's kind of what her tweet insinuated. Um, do you think this situation with Zelina was the catalyst for change to happen? I think, well, no, because I don't think change is going to happen. But I think if change does happen, we will look to this moment. That's such a fucking cop out answer. It's not a cop out answer. It is. Either. It absolutely isn't. So so I asked if this is a catalyst for change. You said no, but then you also said yes. Like pick no, one. I didn't say yes. I don't think it's going to so change. So your answer is no. Don't, don't say all this. Well, but, but if I, it does, ooh. But I said, but if. So your answer is no. If some your miraculous no. way it does, no, you we're going to look that. here. Your answer is no. What do you mean it's no? I asked you if you think it's going to change, and you said no, but you're like, well, but if it does, it'll be this. It does it. Oh, my God. I don't, th- I don't think that's a cop-out answer at all. I think that's a cop-out answer. But I, I, I'm not saying this will be the catalyst. But I think we'll be looking to this moment and say, yeah, hey, when, did, when did change possibly become possible? We'll look here. A.K.A. the catalyst. That's the exact definition of what a catalyst is. Mm, I, I don't think it's the same. I don't think I'm saying the same thing. I'm not saying no, but also yes. I'm saying I don't think it's going to change but if it does, this could have been the moment that changed it. <laughs> it's the most cop-out, it's answer, not ever a cop-out answer It's not a cop-out answer! It's not going to change, but if it does, this might be the reason why. Okay, no, it's not, okay. That no, is... No, fuck, oh my god. How is that not a cop-out it's answer? It's not a cop-out answer. That is a cop-out answer. It isn't! <laughs> Give me your final fucking thoughts, will you? So, I feel about this the way I felt since day one. If they are going to be independent contractors, you have to let them be independent contractors. And part of being independent contractors is the ability to do outside ventures. Is the word independent. It's, that is what independent means. Independent means not dependent of. If you don't want them to do outside ventures, make them employees, pay for their travel, give them benefits, fucking take care of them, give them 401ks, give them retirement plans. So when they need a surgery to replace their hip when they're 65, Fitted they don't dogs. have to go to fucking GoFundMe to do it. So you can't have it both ways, Vince. I agree with you 100%. Pick one. I agree with you 100%. If they're going to be independent contractors, let them. like, I'm fine. If I am fine with them labeling them independent contractors, not giving them insurance, not paying for their travel, I'm fine with that. But then when you go and do this bullshit that violates what an independent contractor is and no one can challenge you because no one can outlawyer you, that's bullshit, and that is exactly what is going on right now. Exactly, I know I what what you said is what everybody should be thinking because I I agree with that 100. I've never agreed with you 100% on something before in my life. And I also and I, underst- and I also understand from a corporate perspective why you don't want them using the like using the character that you created to go and make money for themselves and not the company but if you want it that way make them employees where you legally can tell them you can't do this and take a car but but you're also taking care of them better financially and not making them pay for their own fucking hotels their own rental cars which is a whole nother level of bullshit and like the whole independent contractor thing everyone's like well it's been that way forever. Well, back when they were territories, it made fucking sense because Andre the Giant would work for Houston one week. Then he'd go to New York and work for Vince Sr. And then he'd go to Japan. And then he'd go to Montreal and work up there. So it made sense for them to be independent contractors because by they were independent contractors by the sense of the word. But with all this exclusivity and, like, you can't be an exclusive independent contractor. No, you can't. That is an oxymoron. It's a, it's a completely invented Vince McMahon word. Yes. Either, not word, but uh, Well, position. yeah, he didn't invent the word. But yeah, he you invented, know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I agree 100%. And you know what? This is not just a strictly WWE problem. But if It's the, not, but nobody... Let me, finish, let me finish. There is... This is not strictly a strictly WWE problem. This is a wrestling problem. I think we can both agree there. But... I don't if know. If they're going to change... WWE has to be the one to do it. See, I don't know if I agree with that, because AEW does let their guys work elsewhere. AEW's guys are true independent contractors. They, like, Joey Janela could go work for GCW. John Moxley can go do Bloodsport. They are true independent contractors. Kenny Omega could go do a shot for DDT. They are true independent... Jericho could go work for New Japan. They are... Now, you could argue, well, Tony Khan could tell them can't, they can't have this booking, which... That kind of violates the spirit of independent contractors. But for the most part, he's going to let them go and do their thing. And, like, obviously, AEW embraces Twitch. AEW embraces Evil Uno playing fucking games with all his friends on Twitch. But you, do, not, do not embrace Evil Uno playing games on Twitch with his friends. Miro, Miro's gimmick is that he's a Twitch streamer. Like, that's his fucking gimmick. Like, and to that was his gimmick before W even posed a ban. Now it's even funnier. And it's, now his wife gets put to their tables. table. All right. So I, I'm, I'm pissed that you brought that up because I don't want to defend this company in any way. But, oh, my God, poor Lana. She's on TV every week and has to take a flat back, back bump through a table. And my she's getting paid exactly. so handsomely for poor Lana. She, she, you can't bitch about being on not being on TV. Not saying she did, but you can't bitch about not being on TV and then getting put on TV and taking a rather safe, rather easy bump to take. The, and, o- the only thing I will say is, if Naya was giving it to me, I might be a little concerned. Yeah, but you're right though. Like you're, you're oh my god, she's on TV I'm Raw. She's on the fucking Raw Survivor Series team. Yeah, uh, like, and that's that's also fickle fans too because we we complain about every little goddamn thing that the things we should complain about mean less. I will admit the optics are a bit strange. You know, Miro goes to another company and she starts going through a table every week. <laughs> <laughs> the optics are a bit. The optics are a bit strange. And maybe that is what they're going, that maybe that is what they're going for. Hey, she's cha-chinging. But yeah, they are paying her an yeah. exorbitant yeah. amount is of it money. Yeah, isn't it ridiculous? I remember when she signed her contract, but isn't it, is it ridiculous? Yeah, she just got a new deal in April and I don't, I don't know how much it was for, but supposedly she's doing very well. Good for her. So I don't know if feeling sorry for Lana is the proper discourse here. Yeah. I just feel like she can't be with her husband, but, and he's only working once a week, I guess so. And, you know, he's kind of the one who put himself in that boat. And I'm not saying he – I'm not saying I blame him for putting himself in that boat. Oh, no, he no, – yeah, But he's, the, he's one, the one who put himself he, in that boat. Like, no, yeah, he's, If he still wanted a job there, he could have still had a job there. They started the motor, but he got in the boat. Yeah. He got – Yeah. And, and he's only working – I think they live in Nashville. Yeah, I think so. Uh, I believe so, yeah. But – Yes, because they announced Rusev is originally from Bulgaria but now residing in Nashville, Tennessee. Did he once work in North Carolina? sure he worked in North Carolina a lot of times. Yeah. But this conversation got out of hand after a while. But I agree with you 100% on if they are independent contractors, let them be independent contractors. If not, sign them and take about your liberties then. Also, now that Biden won, do you think anything actually comes of this Yang thing? I think... And well, not Jimmy Wang. I'm talking to Andrew. I think, uh... <laughs> I think he's going to have a spot in the cabinet. I really do because a lot of people on both sides of the political spectrum really respect him. And he, if he gets one where he can go after them, he's going to. He can't do it now because he wants to be the president one day. And he can't, like, go after WWE and then not do it if he gets in. But that's a politician's thing, so... I think he's going to try. I just don't know no. if anything's going to... Vince McMahon is the most indis- indestructive person ever. You cannot beat Vince... Only Vince McMahon can defeat Vince McMahon. Like, if he, wants to, if he wants to take, like... Connecticut is a very blue state, and they did an audit on WWE, and they determined that their... Em- I almost said their employees, which should be an incorrect statement. Their wrestlers are correctly classified as independent contractors. How they came to that conclusion completely baffles me. Maybe Vince left him a couple million. I don't know. But that's the conclusion that the state of Connecticut, which is a very blue state and Vince is a very red man. So I think Vince is a very green man. He just cares about money. I don't think he cares about any other policy. I don't think he cares about any other Republican policy ever than just. Mm. Well, it's like a well-known fact that he hated Obama. I didn't know that. Yeah. That's why they did that spoof of him on that one pay-per-view capital punishment. That's like Vince, like hated Obama. Really? Yes. Why? Because he's a Democrat. Hmm. But Vince also there was a study that uh WWE is the second like out of all the sports leagues, WWE is the second most left leaning one, only second to the WNBA. Which is both <laughs> which is both hysterical and completely accurate. <laughs> so Vince Vince isn't gonna piss off. Like that's why Vince hasn't had because you know whoever the president is, they always they always appear uh via video package a tribute to the troops. Well, you notice who hasn't in the last four years. Yeah. Because Vince, as much as Vince, isn't aware of some things, he knows what his audience is, and he's not going to. Well, I'm saying he's not going to run them off, but he's done a pretty go- good job of doing that. But he's not purposely going to run. them off. Yes, he's not purposely going to run them off. So Vince, so Vince will put his political ideologies to the side and his political ideologies are very different than a lot of people on that side is you know, you know what i'm saying cuz i think he's a very and we're getting into this ridiculous conversation uh, i think i think he's a very socially liberal man He's just, Vince is just an enigma. Yeah, no, dude, he is. He's one of, there's no, there, there will never be, there was never one. There will That's never why be I'm one. so disappointed this documentary is a WWE produced documentary. Yeah. So I would just love an independently produced by is, someone who has no bias and yeah. either, someone that doesn't even like wrestling. Is Vince McMahon the most fascinating person to ever live? He's up there. <laughs> He's up he, there. The, the most fascinating person to ever live. Top five, I would, I'd guarantee top like, five. Like this man has put out some racist characters and like Martin Luther King's his favorite person ever. He's definitely top five most fascinating person. Yeah, like he's just re- insane. He's a he, he. exists on a plane where I just don't. He's like best friends with Trump, but he's still allowed and encouraged Kofi and Biggie to come down, take a knee, and put a fist up. And I, I yeah, I know. And he, he was like he's, all behind it. Yeah, he was so he was so for it. Yeah, yeah. I just which shouldn't be surprising, but it is surprising. Yeah, I mean this was this is the Shawn Michaels discussion all over again, but. uh... Geez. Yeah, he's an enigma. He is. He is... I can't think of the... What's Jeff Hardy's first part of that? Charismatic. Thing. He's a charismatic enigma. He is he, very charismatic. He's not Jeff. He's not, Jeff is not the charismatic enigma. Now I'm just picturing Vince McMahon in face paint. With the, the orange face paint from the shirt? <laughs> Closing his eyes and the fucking eyeballs are painted on Vince. <laughs> I need to see that. And his hair is like dyed like green. <laughs> yeah, doing the fucking pose. All right, I need to see that. Let's Let's get to the war report before we lose everybody. Yeah, so... That was an interesting discussion on the whole to Zelina situation. Um, She'll be fine. She'll be fine, yes. Uh, Might be a catalyst for change, though. I just just hate to, like, this might, this might, first of all, shut up. (laughs) Second of all, like, when Gallows and Anderson got released, I didn't really feel bad for them because you could tell that, like, they didn't, like, care about being in WWE. They just want to make money. Which you know what? Good for them. That's what people yeah. should be concerned about. But like, you can tell this but is see, a, now, you can tell he, this is Zelina's dream job and like this is what we do as wrestling fans talking outside of their mouth outside of our mouths, both sides of our mouth. You said they all they want to do is drink, make money and that's what you should do. Yeah. That's all that Vince wants to do. So he, he, I, not saying you're doing it, but that's that's also a perspective we have taken. But I think I think there's a difference between business owner and employee, I think an employee should only care about making money. I think the business owner has to have some sense of at least trying to keep his employees happy. Yeah, I agree. Because theoretically, if the employee – now this is going to take a whole weird turn, but fuck it. Let's just go with it. I think an employee – if an employee cares about money, he's going to inherently try at his job because he wants to make money. And trying at his job should keep the boss happy, so I think the boss should at least try to keep the people happy. Yeah, he should, but he's like I said, he's one like you're not gonna convince him things, and I don't think he understands that the WWE is not the be all end all for that business anymore. I think he does. That's why he's giving exorbitant amounts of money to everybody. Oh my god! Like they just signed an independent class full of like a like five great wrestlers. And we all yeah, you always, know what we didn't even talk about that. And we always say we always say why the hell would anybody sign with this company at this point? And the mighty dollar talks money and nostalgia talk. Yeah, and he's giving people exorbitant amounts of money, so I think he very much understands it's not the be all end all anymore. Yeah, that's why they don't call it the please don't go to AEW contract for a reason. No, you call it that. No, that's like what it's that's what the boys call it. Oh, that's Jesus Jericho. Well, that's what Jericho says. the boys. Oh yeah, there's Mr. Reliable there. Well, he, do- he still does did have he a- write those notes under his fucking cheeseburgers he still does have a lot of friends in WWE yeah. so I feel like I don't think he's even on out of WWE I think he's just Jericho and that's what Jericho does yeah I think if Vince McMahon called him tomorrow just to talk he would well he says he would he says he would. him and Vince still have a good relationship yeah but that's just an outrageous thing like I think like we are talking like if, like for, if we're, who would say nice things about Vince that doesn't work for WWE and I think we both said Jericho would be on that list I think Cody would be on that list too I think Cody would all I think Cody would be on that list because Cody didn't necessarily leave under bad terms, did he? No, he just, he just wanted, left? he wanted more for himself. And he felt his best opportunity to get it was outside the WWE. And they said, okay, Cody, go for it. And they, they didn't, they they employed his wife for for a little while after that. Well, then she asked for her at least yeah. like a month later. But I don't know. Is there a marriage I mean, I don't know if you believe it, but supposedly, uh, Vince was mad that Cody didn't call him asking for advice about all in. Yeah, and Vince, that was Vince, Jericho said that, right? Yeah, He's like, why why didn't they call me? Yeah. It's like, supposedly Vince is, like, upset that Cody didn't ask for advice. But don't you think he's a little part of Vince that knows his fire is extinguishing? Yes. and, 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 And thinks... I think he really... Like, if you just listen to him talk on, like, the earnings calls, I think he could... He just seems exhausted. And thought, like, with another company out there, he could, like, they could relight his fuse to be Vince McMahon again. And... I just think that fuse is burned out. He and it's hard not to be after all these years, you know? Yeah, like I said, it's all, we all love wrestling because of Vince McMahon. All of us. Everybody under the age of 30. Everybody under the age of 40. I don't know. Some Those guys, uh, under the age of 40, you could say WCW. Yeah, but WCW just followed the model that he did when he started buying territories. I, I think Bischoff went a radically different direction. Eventually, Vin, Vince, stole, Vince stole the direction from Bischoff eventually and used it against him. Wish you could say they both stole it from ECW. <laughs> oh, this was a conversation. Coming up coming up next, we have the War Report, and we'll see you there in just a minute. The war report. As always, we will start with AEW. Taz is out first. He accompanies Brian Cage to the ring for his match with Matt Sydal. He compares Seidel to Darby Allen, which is a surprisingly good. Good yeah. comparison. Hey, I'll, I'll give it to Sidel, man. He 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 lasted in this business, and I didn't think he was going to. Yeah? Yeah. He, he he did. I don't know what else to say. Yeah, he yeah, did. He did. He, he, right. he did. He's been around he's forever. He's still here. He's been around forever. He's still here? Yeah. <laughs> he's done some really good stuff. So, Taz joins Jim Ross on commentary, and the match begins. So I love when Taz is on commentary, by the way. Yeah, I wish he was a permanent fixture of this team. Yeah. Although he's a great manager, too, so. Okay. He could do both. He could, but. It's Taz. He could do both. It is Taz. It is Taz, indeed. And, and the he's fact sitting that right J- next to JR. The fact, that, the fact that it hasn't been said yet really fucking annoys me. Well, he's phoning in at this point. Yeah, JR doesn't give a fuck. So eventually, uh, Cage fires back. It's a hip toss and a backbreaker. Uh, then, now he's just pummeling Seidel. Seidel tries to make a comeback. Hits Michael Cole's favorite move uh, onto the entrance ramp. Um, he hits a, a page turner. So he must be watching uh, some Twitch streams. Got a two count. Uh, he went for the move again, but Cage hit a lariat. Cage hit him with the drill claw and got the W. I love that move. Yeah, it's a great movie. It's a great great name for a move too. It is. And he's his best nickname ever, Swolverine. <laughs> I fucking hate Wolverines. Like the animal or like Hugh Jackman? The college and the animal. Oh, okay. It was a Michigan reference okay. Yeah, because Michigan sucks. So you hate Brandy Rhodes. Well that was just Did she go to Michigan? Yes. That'd be hysterical, because I hate them. No, there. she did. Uh yeah. No, she... no, I'm saying I'm saying even more yeah. now. Well I was also trying to transition in the next segment. Yes. Which was so, regardless of how you feel about Dynamite, this segment was for you. Because if you hate Dynamite and love to hate everything about Dynamite, there was stuff here. <laughs> and if you love Dynamite and love everything about Dynamite, there was also stuff here. This was one of the weirdest things I've ever seen on television. It was bad. Then it got worse, then it got great. <laughs> listen, say what you want about Brandy Rhodes. I believed every word yes, that woman said I agree I believe I, every I, single I, word that came I, out of that woman's mouth i didn't i didn't want I didn't want to I didn't know how to describe that, but yes it was bad it was awful and then it got, it worse. got great it and then it got <laughs> great it, it became the best thing ever and then it got bad again <laughs> so regardless of how you feel about AEW, there was something here for you. <laughs> This was it's true. You know what's so funny? Cody's in the middle of all of it? <laughs> and it starts right from the get-go. Cody's coming out to cut a promo. He still has to have his entrance with the prelude music. And then the wrestling is more than one royal family. And, and then, then, the the, intro. then the rise. And then the Pyro and Arn. Arn wasn't there. Arn wasn't there. Um So Cody says he will not be challenging. Uh Darby Allen again for the TNT title. Uh he says he has another plan. He wants to face MJF. But then and first of all, where the hell did Jade Cargill come from? Like Oh, she, she she was in the stands. She just got up and walked down the ramp. Like Cody just turned around and she was there. No, they showed her they showed her get onto the ramp and walk down. She's like So Jade Cargill makes her AEW debut. She starts talking. And like you can tell that Cody was like Getting frustrated, and was kind of like trying to get. Yeah, he her was the, trying to, He was trying to get it. He's like, "Come on, come move on, Jade, like, because yeah. this went on forever. It did, it's, and it's... ever, and ever, <laughs> and then she calls Cody the Giant Killer, which I don't know where that came from. I mean, he beat Archer. He beat he beat Darby <laughs> Allen. He, he, no, he lost to Darby Allen. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because he wasn't a giant. <laughs> he's the Giant Killer, not the average size skateboarder killer. Oh my God, what if hand came in? <laughs> Well, he works for Fox, so he's only coming into one company, baby. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> this is the giant guy. Co- that's fucking funny. Maybe they get Jason Seahorn to make a shot. And then she was like, why like, well, not a giant? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. We were like, see, we were live texting, is this happening? And, like, I was streaming, so I was behind. And you spoiled it for me, and I was so upset. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know that. Yeah, because I watch NXT on my TV, and I watch AEW on my iPad. So AEW, I'm always like two to three minutes behind. So you said, I don't want to spoil that there because we have more to talk about before we would say who she was talking about. But you told me who they were talking about, and I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, what? Oh, my God. So she keeps talking, and then eventually she, like, leaves. She walks <laughs> up the ramp, and she goes, then she turns around and stops. She goes, well, if you're a giant killer, I have a giant for you. Shack." Shaq! <laughs> And then this gets so much better. Because Brandy was fine with all of this. But then when she said Shaq, that pissed Brandy off. So out comes Brandy and she She got the promo of her life. Like yeah, I don't know how else so to describe cr- it. It was fucking like hard times. It was it was cream with a crop. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, this was this was something. Brandy. Brandy convincingly ran this woman down. <laughs> and then she's walking away, and Brandy tells her to leave, but then Brandy leaves. In the same way. <laughs> this is this is this is equal execution to the dink and Yoshihashi fall. And then it gets even more bizarre because Brian Cage attacks Cody. <laughs> oh my god. And then Darby Allen makes the save No, no, they plays music. <laughs> Well, they always have to play his music. And he had to come down from the fucking rafters and it took him five minutes to get there. Don't say come down the rafters with Arby. Just, just don't say that. I mean, that's where he sits. Maybe that's where the comparisons come from because I don't get it. I get it now. I get why they want him there now. Oh, my God. Could you imagine Could you imagine? a camera cut the bolt out of him up <laughs> I would probably lose it. Well, no, not together on opposite sides. <laughs> just staring at each other from across the way. <laughs> oh my god, what a ridiculous. So Darby is wearing I love wrestling. What a ridiculous Darby thing. is wearing a jacket with thumbtacks affixed to it. Because of course he was. <laughs> but you know what? If anyone was ever going to wear a jacket with thumbtacks affixed to it, it would be Darby yeah. Allen. I so. love Darby, so I'm not gonna. I... I, oh, he's great. He's great. I'm not disparaging Darby. And Ooh. just when you thought it can't get Jesus. any better. It does. <laughs> so Darby and Cody successfully run off the heels. And after the heels already ran out, out comes Will Hobbs with a chair. <laughs> the heels already ran off. He was like, Did he miss his cue? Or like, was this the plan? He, what, what? I hope he missed his cue. <laughs> the- <laughs> like the heels were already through the other tunnel and out comes Will Hobbs with a chair. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> oh my god. That definitely this as a little girl. Thank you. It went from bad to worse to the best segment I've ever seen. Back to bad. Back to baffling. Back to worse. Back. This segment was awesome. I give this segment a thumbs up. Oh my god, this is this is everything I love and hate about wrestling. This was this 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 segment was just everything about it was so entertaining. Like even the bad stuff was so bad it was good. Yeah. Everything about think. this was so and like I feel like everyone is just sleeping on the fact that Jade Cargill said Shaq is coming to fight Cody. <laughs> like, there was so much that happened in this segment between Brandy's promo, Will Hobbs running out 20 minutes after the, the heels already ran off. She's coming, her coming out of nowhere. Shaq! <laughs> Shaquille O'Neal! The Diesel! Another X-Denery another guy! Superman! Oh. The Shaqtus! The big Shaq Rock! The Big Aristotle. There you go. I'm trying to think of... He had 40 million nicknames. I'm trying to think of all of them. Yeah, he thought of all of them. His, his nicknames... Are, I hope they read them all like they read Omega's entrance. I hope his first promo is, hey, Co- hey Cody, tell me how my ass tastes. You know it will be, too. So it would be perfect. <laughs> it'd be a fitting tribute to the legend. It would be. Oh my and God. And by, by legend, I don't mean Cody. <laughs> I mean someone with a very similar sounding name. Oh my God. I'm tweeting that if that happens, by the way. Even if it doesn't, you should tweet. I don't know how many people would get it. I don't know how much of the wrestling Twitter follows the basketball. <laughs> or the beefs within basketball. And the Shaq rap. <laughs> and Shaq's DJing career. <laughs> Which apparently is really good. He <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, golden, clubs. He, d- it's golden he clubs. he DJs, like, major clubs. Like, you yeah. will just go to a fucking and club. He's also and- a police officer. He works for Papa John's. <laughs> the most ridiculous thing. Shaq is a... Shaq is up there with Vince and most fascinating people. Shaq is another fascinating human being. Shaq was like 155 guys, burgers, and fries. Oh, my God. That was a fun... I love that. Oh, my God. Can we move on to... There was a lot to unpack there. Yeah. (laughs) There was... And then we go from that... We go from that... to Whatever (laughs) that was... To a fucking bunkhouse match. (laughs) And I'm not even saying this is a negative thing. I mean, some people might construe it as negative... But AW is the most schizophrenic programming I've ever it seen. It is. They're, 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 they're just always fucking going. We went from that to a fucking bunkhouse match. And this was insane, too. And this was good. I enjoyed this. Yeah, me too. It was the National Nightmares versus the Butcher and the Blade with the bunny. All right, so I I got to recompose myself. Yeah, just relax. That was... I might have to go back and... I, I still have it on my DVR. I might have to go back and I'm gonna watch, watch it. I, I'm going to watch from this to the end of this match. It was... And just write down all the things that happened. You'll be writing for days because <laughs> it was eventful, to say the least. All right. Let's get to the bunkhouse match. All right. So, of course, Whew. they're feuding because the bunny maxed out QT Marshall's credit cards. Because why else did you have a bunkhouse match? <laughs> so, of course, with this match, there's no DQs, no outs, no time limits. Um the baby faces get the advantage early. For some reason A. guitar is in the bunkhouse. I guess cow- Where were their hay bales? Your guess is as good as mine. <laughs> I don't know. I, I guess that there's hay in the bunkhouse? I don't fucking know. Yeah. I don't even think I know what a bunkhouse is. It's like a cowboy deal, isn't it? Yeah, I, I would I don't know. I Do think I look like a cowboy? I, I I'm a lot of things and I don't know what a bunkhouse match is, and I'm also not a cowboy, so that would be one of them. So, for whatever reason, there's a guitar there. And the blade cracked it over Marshall's head. Um, and that gets some juice. So then the bunny starts uh, handcuffing Dustin to allow the heels to tee off on Marshall two-on-one. The bunny repeatedly interfered. For some reason, a ladder comes into play in this bunkhouse. I guess maybe the Cowboys need to reach for... change a light bulb or something. They got a ladder on standby. They need a ladder to get the next top bunk. I don't even know that's a a I'm just I'm just guessing here. Yeah, I don't I, I really don't know either. Um now the now the blade is also bloodied. Um him and Marshall are trading left and right, spit flying, blood flying, really good shit. Marshall hits him in the face with a, cl- a trash can lid and does a diving elbow drop off said ladder. Um the blade kicks out. Um the butcher gives full death to Dustin on a pile of steel chairs. Um, the finish comes when Blade bumps the bunny through a table. Rhodes blasts the blade with a cowbell. Crushed him, too. And then Marshall hits the diamond cutter, and the National Nightmares win the bunkhouse match. What a ridiculous thing this was. It was good. It yeah. was really good. I love seeing Dustin work. You know that. Yeah. Uh, he looks in the best shape of his fucking life. Uh, and you know what? I would say why, why, does, why did they win this match, but Rhodes has to win the bunkhouse match. Has to. Yeah. I agree 100% with that. And uh, you know what? It's turn into a nice little feud. So we go from the Jade Cargill, Brandy Rhodes, Cody Rhodes segment to the bunkhouse match to MJF's inner circle introduction. Uh, yeah, this was ridiculous as well. There you go. Sorry, I thought you were going to start reviewing it. So, of course, MJF beat Chris Jericho at full gear to earn his way in the inner circle. Um, Sammy Guevara is conspicuous by his absence. Uh, MJF and Wardlow cut a promo that, uh... Alright, I gotta admit, this popped me. He started... He started reciting a poem that he said he wrote, but it was really the lyrics to A Lot by Drake, featuring 2 Chains. And then Ortiz called him out saying, Really, Drake man? And he says, and I quote, I don't know who Drake is, but I started from the bottom and now I'm here. <laughs> I love MJF. Max is great. He's great. Um... So, Jericho told Ortiz to shut up, and that this is the new unstoppable force, and you have to make it work. MJF che- uh, cheered everyone up by giving them all tickets to Vegas to celebrate Chris Jericho's 15th birthday. And he gave him one cheeseburger. Imagine the cake at that party. It's definitely ice cream cake. Oh, yeah. This will be, be, be a ridiculous segment, so I'm looking forward to this on Wednesday. Yeah. So, Scorpio Sky battled Sean Spears. Of course, this was supposed to happen a couple weeks ago, but Scorpio Sky was on COVID watch. Um. So, Toby Blanchard and Spears are riding an 11-match win streak coming into this match. I know that makes you happy. No, it doesn't. It doesn't make me sad either. It's just bleh, he's just there. So Spears with the side suplex and the ring apron during the commercial. Sky fought back. Um, he launched himself and he launched himself off the steel ki- steel steps, but Spears hit him with a super kick in midair. Sidewalk slam on the steps. Babyface fought back and applied the. And I quote, this is what what Jim Ross, Shivani, and Excalibur said. The Scorpio Deathlock. Oh, God, he's coming. Oh, for God's sakes, he's coming. Uh, Blanchard tossed Spears a weapon of some kind, and he hit Sky with it while the official wasn't looking, and he picked up the victory. Yeah, I mean, Spears just exists. I don't know why he fucking wins all the time. I I don't know why Scorpio Sky isn't getting a push. Yeah, I don't know either. We said, we both thought, we both thought that after that first Thing I, where Jericho won the title, he's even the biggest star. Of the I company. thought after like, the Cody match, when yeah. he almost beat Cody for the TNC title, I'm like, okay, the Scorpio Sky push is yep. starting. He has to be one of those guys that think that we, like, why is this guy not on top of the world? But yeah, it happens in every company. I'm not, gonna, it does. I'm, I'm not gonna talk about that in any other way. Red Velvet taking on Ty Conchi. Um, so of course, Ty is accompanied by AJ and Red Velvet is accompanied by I've never been happier to see her in my life, Brandy Rhodes. I just wish she had a mic again. Um, <laughs> So back and forth, Conti has advantage. They go to picture-in-picture. Uh, picture. They come back. Velvet fires off a comeback. Pair of clotheslines. Bulldogs, double-dees to the back. A running stunner. Uh, Conti kicks out of two. A roundhouse kick by both women at the same time. It knocks them both down. Jay slids, slides Ty a chair, but Ty refuses to use it. And Velvet capitalizes on distraction, rolling gets a two count. Ty recovers. It's a knee to the f- uh, face. Gory special, and then another knee for the victory. After the match, they all disagree while the Dark Order watches on from the entrance tunnel. Join DarkOrder.com. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta be pushing for it. You're the I guy. D- I do it. That's my job, I guess. Up next, the main event that will change the face of the wrestling landscape. I'm happy you said it because if you weren't, I was going to. Ray Phoenix taking on Penta El Zero M. So, of course, they wrestled last month with Ray winning, but then he got hurt and Penta took his spot anyway. He gets hurt more than anybody else in wrestling. Back and forth action. Uh, Penta tears his brother's mask. Um, you could see his bald head. I thought it was the other way around. No, Penta's hair. They both, well, both masks get torn. Okay, okay, yeah. Okay. Phoenix's mask gets torn first. Yeah, um, yeah. Penta is Penta's not bald. Phoenix is bald. Things you learn when masks get ripped. I mean, in one or two wrestlers, one of them is bald. but right? I think it's just math. Give me any two wrestlers that aren't bald. <laughs> Wait a minute, what? what I'm saying. If you have a match, one person's going to be bald in this match. Okay. Shaq's going to be bald in the, Kobe match, the Cody, Cody match. What Scorpio Sky's bald. Action Orton. Balding. Well, that, if we're going balding. That, Orton's bald. Orton is not bald. He You're busts right. his hair, but he's not bald. Fair enough. Also, big shout out to Randy Orton. He's great right now. And also, do you remember that like weird period in 2018 where Orton like let his hair grow and it looks so fucking strange? He's like Cena. No, Cena with hair is the most terrifying thing on Earth. He's John Bradshaw Cena. I still haven't gotten used to it. <laughs> anyway, back to the uh, back to the gimmick we've got going on here. So yeah, big super kick from Penta. They go to commercial. Penta sets up for the package pile driver, but Phoenix counters into a roll-up. Um, Phoenix starts his comeback. Uh, series of near falls. And this is where Phoenix tears at Penta's mask. Um, Tony Schiavone points out that the two never... Had this kind of beef with each other until Eddie Kingston showed up. Kingston takes great exception to this. Well, he's a liar because we saw them wrestle. We didn't say they never wrestled. He said they never had a disagreement with each other. Which, when we saw them wrestle, it's because the team they were supposed to face didn't show up. Yeah. We don't know who that was. I don't think it was anybody. They were yeah. playing plan for them to wrestle the whole time. Yeah. Um, Penta delivers a flipping inverted DDT, which looked wild. Phoenix answers with a twisting plancha. Packaged pile driver on the ring apron, which... Should have been the finish. And then... Oh, something should be the finish here that's not... And then AW. he follows that up with a destroyer on the floor. Um, And then another package pile driver in the ring, because why the fuck not? And that's enough to get the win. After the mash, Kingston wants Penta to keep beating up his brother. But then, the bastard is back. I just felt the landscape change so much. He brawls with Kingston as AEW goes off the air. All right, so let's talk about it. So, prior to the show, Tony Khan tweeted that tonight something would happen that would change the landscape of professional wrestling, and then, prior to Dynamite, he came out on stage and told the crowd, do not leave until the end of the show because something is going to happen. And it's fucking Neville. You are way too negative on this. Packing back is awesome. Yeah, it is. I'm happy. You but don't like, seem it. I am. I I missed them, But I never was... He's not fucking Hulk Hogan, who can't go there. First of all, what promoter has to come out and tell his people, don't leave? Yeah, that's a big thing. Because he's a mark, and I don't blame him. That's the thing. Like, I don't think Tony Khan meant any no, ill I don't will thi- by this. But he's got to know by now. Don't say that shit. He's going to get ripped apart by it. I don't, I don't care what I'm ripping apart about, because it's fun. It's fun to make fun of him, and you can even agree. You? You get enjoyment out of making fun of Tony Khan? I could have never guessed that. He's such a nerd. Coming from you. The guy who wants a Dr. Seuss sleeve. Half sleeve. Because that makes it better. (laughs) The other half could be Star Wars. You knew that was the answer. I did. I did did know that was the answer. But, uh, I mean, he's a promoter. He's trying to promote his show. Maybe he doesn't phrase it right all the time. But I do agree (laughs) that this is kind of like the boy who cries wolf. Because he said Jake Hager and Jon Moxley is going to be the best television match ever. was that, that one didn't really pan out. That sucked. He then said that this would change the, the landscape of of wrestling. And, you know, he kind of that was kind of a laugh that everyone had. But there's going to be one time where, like, he's going to actually mean it. And, like, something he says is like, and no one's going to believe him. Yes, they will. Well, I mean, like, People that are considering tuning in, like you know what I mean, like, yeah. this, this swing, like they're the swing, like their swing, voters. the swing viewers in in the uh, in the in, in the swing demographics. <laughs> There's only one demographic that matters. <laughs> Breaking news, Jericho Jericho had a key, graphic, key demographic. <laughs> um, but yeah, I thought this was a decent show. There was good stuff on here. I mean, spoiler, this is going to be the show of the week because Brandy cut that promo. Like NXT could have had fucking. NXT got the resurrection of Jesus, and I still want to picked the AEW because of that promo. But speaking of NXT, let's move on to it. NXT, November 11th. You're going to put that over, over the first segment of this? See, because I don't know how I feel about it, man. I don't either. I don't either. We'll talk about that in a second. We will, because it is the first segment. They play a Veterans Day video that seemed more about everything WWE has done for veterans than actually about veterans themselves. So on, parent. Gotta love good old World Wrestling Entertainment. Never the ones to pat themselves on the back. Not once. Not once. But Go- Johnny Gargano opens the show already in the ring with a wheel full of names for the North American title. And there's all the top guys' names on the wheel, and then in Sharpie, Leon Ruff's name is written. But my question is if Johnny made this wheel himself, why? wasn't Leon Ruff just already on the wheel? Like, he knew, <laughs> especially when he was going to rig the wheel and land on Leon Ruff anyway, why did he just write it in in Sharpie? Yeah. It's the little things. hmm So, of course, he spins the wheel. The wheel's gimmicked. It lands on Leon Ruff. Johnny Gargano acts shocked. Ruff comes out smiling. Gargano shook, shook his hand and then proceeds to beat the shit out of him. He just beat the absolute fuck out of this man. Gargano throws him in the steel steps. He's going to lawn dart him into the plexiglass. And then Damien Priest is there. So Gargano throws Ruff back in the ring. But then turns around to talk some shit on uh, Priest. He shoots a fake arrow at him. He gets back in the ring. And Leon Ruff rolls him up. One, two. Gargano kicks out. Gargano then beats the shit out of Leon Ruff some more. He goes for a super kick. But Ruff turns into a crucifix pin. One. Two. And then the three happened. And I was shocked. I think everybody was shocked. Leon Ruff rolls out of the ring. The great moment where the referee is like, he takes the belt to go to give it it to Ruff, but Gargano grabs the belt and him and the ref have a tug of war with the belt. (laughs) The ref outpowers Johnny Gargano and gives the belt to Leon Ruff. Priest tries to put the title on him, but it falls because he is a such a skinny man, and this is all a punchline for Triple H to tweet. That is not. That is why we don't call it a belt. Yes, exactly why. What you think of it? Well, we still gotta talk about what happened backstage. So I will say, I love the backstage segment. Leon Ruff is backstage. He's meet. He's greeted by priests. He says, "Listen, Johnny Gargano is gonna come back here. He's gonna be mad, and he's gonna kick your ass." So he gives him the car keys. He goes. Black challenger out front, get out of here. (laughs) So not only did Leon Ruff win the North American title, he apparently won Damien Priest's challenger. Outstanding. But he's also got the Hummer with the portable hot tub, so I guess he could afford to give away the challenger. He does. I love Damien Priest. So then, much like Priest predicted, Johnny Gargano came back mad. He goes to Regal, whose idea was this? And Priest goes, it was your idea, idiot! And Johnny Gargano goes, no it wasn't, everyone knows I hate wheels! And then Johnny Gargano walks away, and Damien Priest says the line that should have been so stupid and unfunny, but I laughed anyway. He told Gargano to go watch Re- Wheel of Fortune, dork. <laughs> I don't know why I laughed at it, but I did. So. Oh, they. Right. I don't like them killing his title. That's the thing. If this was the Intercontinental title or the US title, both those titles already don't mean a damn thing, so go ahead. Yeah, but this title does, and, and I don't know how much it means, but it meant something. Been, every single run one has been good. I mean, Gargano's first one was like also five days, but he lost the priest. Lost the dream. He lost the dream, and who didn't made kids. sense at that time? But uh, every single person that has held it, it has been good. I mean, I feel like this is an ongoing story with Johnny, but yeah, I don't think. Leon Ruff is about to have an eight month reign with this no. time. I predict. I, I, I predict, predict Wednesday. Yeah. China gets it back. I don't or know. Or someone else gets it. Yeah, I think. Or it's, Bronson gets it, or something. I mean, it has to. I theoretically, it's probably gonna. Maybe Austin. Maybe Austin Theory, because before this, Leon Ruff had one televised NXT match, and he lost Austin Theory. So and Austin Theory quit after being on a losing streak, and we haven't seen him since. Maybe, maybe Austin Theory. I mean, I don't know. I'm just kind of spitballing here. No, I think you're right. Or they just give it back to Johnny, which is very... Po- Although, I think Johnny and Priest are going to feud now without the title. That's fine with me. It's kind of stupid, though. Like, why not just feud for the title? You're right. <laughs> I, I, like, I'm fine with them feuding. Like, it'll probably be good. I mean, yeah. we've seen them wrestle twice already, and it's been good. No. But... Yeah, bizarre. I'm looking forward to see where they go, though. I, in- I would have enjoyed the segment a lot more if the title wasn't on the line. And I like, I like Leon Ruff. I'm not trying to, like, denigrate him. He's a great competitor, but I just think for him to be portrayed the way he's been portrayed on TV and then win the North American title out of nowhere. Not a fan of the book. It, and I hate to say this because I hate the condescending fucks that talk like this. But this was main roster booking. Yes, it was. And it cringes me to even say that because I hate the douchebags that talk like that. But this was, this was something you'd see on Raw every Monday night. 8-7 USA Network. That's what this is straight out of. Yeah. So then we get clips of before the show, Jake Atlas attacking Joaquin Wild in the parking lot prior to their prior prior to the title match against Santos Escobar, and then we go to that match, Santos Escobar taking on Jake Atlas. Um, Santos uh, has advantage early, but Atlas recovers and hits a kick to the head. Champion returns a favor, hits his own kick. Um, he locks Atlas in a submission. Atlas battles back. Out come Mendoza and Wild, but he fights them off and hits a springboard blockbuster for a near fall. We go to break, come back. Escobar's in control again. Hurricane Rana from the top rope followed by Frog Splash for a two count. Uh, Atlas almost missed a suicide dive and killed himself because his, his foot hooked the hooked Oh my God, was that ugly? Yeah, it was scary. It was woo, woo. He went for the cartwheel DDT finish, but Escobar caught him and hit his own finish, the Phantom Driver for the victory, and Escobar retains. Fun little match. I think they need to take a step, though, those guys. Yeah. They've been kind of doing the same thing for a while now, and they, like, were awesome when they first... they first. uh Well, like, Escobar's beaten the entire division. Like, yeah. I don't... I mean, I know what they're doing. They're going to go up for Devlin, but... Yeah, but I... you can't just... I don't know. Who knows when Devlin will be able to get over here. Yeah, I know, but they'll, 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 they'll call audibles in the fly. Well, Kurt Stallion's the, the next challenger, because I don't know if you saw the 205th episode of 205 Live. I did not. But Kurt Stallion won a Fatal Five-Way. Why is it not Matt Martell? Because he wasn't in the Fatal Five-Way. They should have been. Tony Nese and Aria Devari tried to bribe them to help them with money. Fuck. But it didn't work. Because they also bribed the Bollywood Boys. And then there was a heated exchange between the Bollywood Boys and Ever-Rise. I would love that feud. I think you're getting it if you watch 205 Live. I will watch 205 Live religiously for that feud. I think you're getting it. Oh my god, that'll be awesome. The Gorton would pop in and just kill one, one, kill one of the Bollywood boys for, for all time's sake. I think he's legally required to. <laughs> yeah, it's been, it's been more than a month yeah, since yeah. he killed the Singh brother. So he just... So, Zale lee versus Raquel Gonzalez, or so we thought. This was the weirdest segment I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> so, Boa came out on Xia behalf and told Raquel Gonzalez his match will not take place. Raquel Gonzalez then proceeded to destroy Boa just ended this man's life. Poor bastard. But then a dragon flew across the LED screen and a man came, an older gentleman. He handed him a letter and put a black mark on his hand. I don't have any words. I, I don't know what else to say. That's what happened. I, usually this is where we give analysis, but I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. The only thing I think is maybe Karen Q is getting ready to come back. But I don't know how she'd fit in with this old man and, like, Xia Li and... <laughs> Regal? <Riggle? I>, Boa? <laughs> who is the old man? I don't know. Who is in charge around here? I don't know. We have to find out who's in charge. Candles LeRae versus Tony Storm. Um, they showed the replay of LeRae running over Blackheart's tank last week. Uh, they have a really good match. Technical. Um, eventually, LeRae goes to her heel tactics. She hits a backstabber. Tony Storm avoids a move, a moon salt, and then hits her with a headbutt that sent both women down. A destructive headbutt. Yeah. Lurey uses the ropes for leverage to steal the pin. Storm went after after the mass match, but then the masked woman, who interfered at Halloween Havoc, made the save. Blackheart evened out the odds, but she ended up getting beaten down like a geek too. And the masked woman reveals herself to be impressive Indy Hartwell, as we all assumed it would be. Um, kind of surprised they beat Tony Storm already. Yeah, me too. I mean, I know it wasn't clean, but still, it mm. seems like there could have been other women you could have put in the spot. Yeah, at least Tony was on TV though. I mean, it's always nice to see Tony on TV. Yeah, it's just wonderful. I always, always see Tony on TV, and she's a star. She'll be fine. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't think so. I'm not. Tony Storm is buried. I'm not saying that. It's just weird that they. You beat, just made the most horrifying face I've ever seen anybody make in my life. That's the fucking internet. Yeah. But it's just weird that they beat her already. Yeah, like, no, I, I agree. You think she'd come agree. in and like she'd be the one to go after her. Yeah. But we'll see. That's not that's not a big deal right now. Um Man, this division has a lot of talent. Yeah, it does. Shotzi's like becoming a star yeah. every week. Yeah, she is. And she's like towards the bottom of it. Up um, next, we get a uh, segment. That's... We get we get a we get a championship advantage favorite. So um Thatcher is brawling with the man that used to be Anthony Green, now he's August Gray, who was also in that Fatal 5 way. Kurt Stallion and like August Gray are getting like a gigantic push on 205 Live. Well, that's good. I like those guys. Um, but Thatcher sends him into a hand-drawn painting, that uh, hand-drawn drawing, I should say, that Loomis made earlier in the show. And Loomis confronts Thatcher, and Thatcher says, my beef isn't with you, it's with him. But Loomis does not care, and a match is made between them two. Because that's a good reason for a match. This, this this was this was this was, the coffee regal scene all over again. Yeah, kind of was, but uh, I like both these guys, so I was excited to see them. Love both these guys. I was excited to see them tangle. Um, so Thatcher's doing Thatcher things. Bow and arrow submissions, stretching Loomis. Basically it hurts so bad. Um, Loomis broke free and hit some cross faces that also looked pretty stiff. Planet Thatcher with his great spine buster and then a big drop kick. Loomis is a great spine buster. He's got got the best one in a while. Loomis is a great spine buster. Best one in a while. Um, Go to break. We come back. Thatcher hits a double underhook suplex for a near fall. Loomis hits a side suplex. Uh, They start exchanging punches. They go to the top rope. Thatcher goes for a superplex. But then uh, Loomis knocks him off the top rope and hits a fucking senton bomb. He hit the fat guy senton. Except he's not a fat guy. No, he's not. I don't like this anymore. And then just when you think the segment cannot get any better. Cameron Grimes showed up. The distraction led to Thatcher getting the pin with a roll-up. And then Grimes attacked Loomis after the match. I didn't know. I thought with, like, Thatcher, Loomis, and Grimes all got together at the same time, like, the world would implode. I just didn't think, like, that much charisma and talent could... Yeah, I just I love it all. Dude, WWE has made Timothy Thatcher charismatic. They gave, they gave Trevor Lee... The greatest character, the most ridiculous character on the show. But Trevor Lee uh, and his PWG promos were awesome. They weren't this good. Impact star Trevor Lee. They weren't this good. His gimmick was he was an impact star. (laughs) That's that's up there with Cameron Grimes as being, but Cameron Grimes is great. Cameron Grimes. gone to the moon. Mackenzie. Mackenzie. Are there any zombies on the moon? He's the greatest person of all time. I was going to go to the corner. And Thatcher, you know what? Great wrestler. I was going to go to the corner. I was going to throw my hat. Alright. Let's do the moon! Move on. We'll get into doing Cameron Grimes impressions in the next ten minutes. Uh, up next, the main event of the evening, Danny Burch and Oney Lorcan taking out Bree Ango for the NXT tag titles. Uh, McAfee and Dunn accompany them to the ring and cut a promo, declaring them the best four-man stable in wrestling history. I almost expected the Hurt Business to come out <laughs> and take exception. I love this. Yeah, they're great. They're just just are fantastic. Tyler Breeze and Fandango come out. They aren't their usual cosplaying happy selves. They just walk to the ring, as Drake would say, looking for revenge. Um, So they brawl immediately as the bell starts. Uh, Things eventually get under control. No one ever really. No team either dominates. They they go back and forth in offense. Drake Maverick comes down to try to even the odds and get revenge for them taking out Killian Dane last week, but Dunn uh, took him out after. He hit a uh, a senton off the apron onto Pat McAfee. McAfee took a bump for it. Um, McAfee's in. Yeah, he's appears to be appears to be one of the boys. McAfee helped his team t- cheat and retain the tag titles, and then punted Tyler Breeze's head off to end the show. <laughs> yeah, this was. I love them. They have a lot of. They have a lot of potential to do a lot. if That makes any sense. It does, but I don't think he worded it the way. You no, I to didn't. Word it. They but have potential have to do anything. So, I don't know if they're gonna do war games eventually, but considering Survivor Series this weekend, they're not doing it right now. No, unless they throw it on Survivor Series. I don't think they do. Maybe that. we can't work Sundays, but uh, and they can't do they can't do war games with like four, yeah, days, of, four days of four days of build. We also went through this. Yeah, also the Thunderdome, but I think four days of build is a bigger issue for yeah. war games. Yeah, I agree. Um, but it's time to dish out the MVP awards and pick your. Show of the week. Oh, so. uh, show of the week. They're gonna go AEW. I'm also going AEW. I'm gonna go AEW. NXT was NXT is like it's like oatmeal, it's not like spectacular, but it's never bad. That's a shockingly good comparison. It's like you know what I'm saying. And yeah, and then if you get like a flavor, like maple brown sugar, once in a while is great. Nice but apple cinnamon. No, fuck it. it's maple you know, brown sugar is the only one you should buy. Oh, uh, wow. peaches and cream. No, maple and brown sugar. Not, big, not a big maple syrup guy. I'm not either, and I love that. Maple and brown sugar oatmeal is edible. I'll give it that. Edible? Yeah. Jesus, oh, I'm going to talk about this again. But I'm going to go AEW's Better Show. What are your show. thoughts on cream of wheat? I've never even had it. Cinnabon cream of wheat. Good big, stuff. Big big, big big Grits guy, though. Grits, grits is unreal. I can yeah. definitely agree big with that. Big Grits guy. But uh, I... Uh, and uh, AEW's Better Show. Brandy's the AEW the MVP. See, I was going to give her overall. McAfee is the... McAfee is the NXT MVP. And overall, hmm, Will Hobbs for just being that late. So think about this. If I would have told you in in 2020 that the best, like in January of 2020 for the world went to shit, that the best promo on AEW would be Brandy Rhodes and the best promo on NXT would be Pat McAfee. (laughs) I think I would say that needs to take a pandemic and uh, a a whole lot of shit to happen to get there. Yeah. So I'm also going AEW for the better show this week. AEW MVP is Pac. He's back. My um, NXT MVP, I am going with Damian Priest because he entertained me so much in that backstage segment. My overall MVP is Brandy Rhodes. Never thought I'd say it, but here we are. Coming up next, we'll talk Survivor Series and give our thoughts on that, so stay tuned. So Survivor Series is... This Sunday, amazingly, November 22nd of the year 2020, usually they say like the year of our Lord. Yeah. This is like the year of our Satan. Yeah, this is the year of our Undertaker. Don't disparage the good name of Undertaker by bringing him into 2020. This is the year of our Mordecai. This is the year of our Mordecai. Or that dragon from Wednesday that next day. I don't know. still don't know what that was. I, I don't think we'll ever know. I mean, I hope we do because then it'll, we need some kind of payoff. <laughs> So we have six matches confirmed as of this recording. This might be all of them. Well, I don't think you could have an even number of matches. Why? Does it matter? It doesn't, but are they a tie three three? What else would there be to do? What else? I don't know. Alright, continue. <laughs> They'll find something. Alright, so. Randy Orton or Drew McIntyre, depending on the result of Raw, which already happened by the time you're hearing this, but didn't happen by the time we're recording, versus Roman Reigns. Who you got and why? Uh, Roman. Roman's not losing any time. So yeah, no matter which one of the no two man. it is, it's yeah. still Roman. Yeah. Asuka taking on Sasha Banks. Who you got and why? Asuka. No, actually, I'm going Sasha Banks. Because Sasha Banks can never beat Asuka, and now I think she will. It's all irrelevant, so I'm going to go Oscar just because you're going Sasha Banks. Very true. Who cares? The New Day, taking on the Street Profits. Who you got and why? The Street Profits. Street Profits haven't lost in like 12 years, so yeah. why would they lose now. Correct. Bobby Lashley, taking on Sami Zayn. Who you got and why? Sami Zayn. I'm going to find a cheap, cheap way to win. See, I've picked like all Raw so far, except Roman. So I guess I got to go Sami Zayn to. No, I picked Street Profits, that's SmackDown. Yeah. So I'll go Bobby Lashley. I us make all SmackDown. Five on five women's Survivor Series match: Nia Jack, Shayna Baszler, Mandy Rose, Dana Brooke, and Lana versus Bianca Belair, Ruby Riot, Liv Morgan, and two more women to be named. Who you got and why? Raw. Boy, you realize how thin this main this main roster of women's division are. Yeah, Jesus. And I like all those people. So but... do I. It's not a knock on any of them. No, but. but... I mean, without Charlotte and Becky, what are you going to do? Unless Charlotte returns. I heard she's not going to be ready for a while. Well, hopefully, just hope she gets better. I heard 2021, probably. Maybe Royal Rumble-ish. I am going Team yeah. And then finally, this will probably be the shortest pay-per-view preview ever. Not counting payback when we had, like, one match to predict, because... They put a show a week after SummerSlam then didn't announce any of the card and it just had a pay-per-view. Because <laughs> <laughs> fuck you, that's why. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Team Raw, AJ Styles, Keith Lee, Seamus Braun Strowman, and Riddle. Not Matt. Don't you dare call him Matt. Taking on Team SmackDown. Kevin Owens, Jay Uso, King Corbin, Seth Rollins, and one more member to be determined. Who's it going to be? I don't even know who's on the SmackDown roster. Here's the way. Honestly, um, I will go with Buddy Buckets. Just have the tension there between him and Rollins. I'm going to go Rey Mysterio. He already lost a qualifying match. I'm going to go Buddy Buckets. That's why I didn't go Rey. Although, Raw did a second chance gimmick, and that's how Riddle got in. So I guess SmackDown could theoretically do the same thing. Or maybe Chad Gable, because they're kind of pushing him again. Maybe Chad Gable. I'm going Chad Gable. Potentially. Yeah. I don't know. doesn't matter. Raw's going to win. doesn't matter at all. That Raw's going to win. And you know what? I hope they surprise me with this show. Yeah. I'm sure that match will be just fine. I'm sure it will be. I'm sure that match will be very good. Look at the people involved. Yeah. And Corbin. But, uh, and Sheamus. Listen here, fella. You love Sheamus. Because he's the greatest professional wrestler of all time. That's an outright lie. He's, be- he's the best Irish wrestler of all time. That's also an outright lie. Who do you have about him? Fertile. He's the best Irish wrestler of all time. He's the most decorated. He's not mm. the best. He is? He's not. Yeah, he is. He's not. He absolutely is. He's not. Sheamus versus... You know what? Do Sheamus versus Frag We'll see what happens. Bro, kick one, two, three. I mean, it's a predetermined sport. It's, it is not. It's, don't listen to that. Oh, it's real? Lamestream media tells you. But I'm going raw because that team is just too good to lose. Scale one to ten. How excited are you for the show? Three. I was going to go zero because this is bullshit and none of it matters, but I am excited to see what they do for Undertaker, so I'll give it a one. Yeah. Oh, we had to talk about the Undertaker. Yeah. I mean, what's there to talk about? It's, yeah. f- it's his final farewell. Savio Vega is going to be there. Absolutely. <laughs> like, I don't know what do He's coming out like. to the Labra Week was' theme. Oh, I could only hope. <laughs> I can only hope. But I'm pretty sure he had a solo theme before that that they'll probably yeah. use. Absolutely. But, Which no. is a shame. Thank you for listening. We had a great conversation about the whole... Uh, the whole... Uh, Chinese dragon. Chinese dragon or Chinese dragons? Yeah, they're Chinese. They're Chinese, yeah. Uh, I guess dragons. thing because there's English dragons too. Game of Thrones and yeah. West and Westeros dragons yeah. and no African dragons. I don't think. I don't think there's any dragons. And man. Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. There is Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. He's Hawaiian or some shit. He's Hawaiian, I do believe. But uh... if I do say so myself, and I, why wasn't it Father James Mitchell? But. <laughs> Because he's over on Impact killing people. He is. It was, is he the one that murdered him? No, I think it was Johnny Swinger, maybe? I don't know. I don't know. I haven't followed That Johnny Swinger was the one that got shot. No, Johnny Bravo got oh, shot. Oh, there's more Johnnies. Yeah, you know Johnny Swinger. I do know Johnny Swinger. But, all right, well, thank you for listening. We had a great conversation, got through the war report. And we'll see you guys next week for Survivor Series review. Yeah, peace. Peace.